When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Yolanda Oriel is a breast cancer survivor and someone who lost both her mother and sister to breast cancer, but used that experience to create Cancer Kinship, a nonprofit which seeks to help patients and their loved ones adjust to a cancer diagnosis and treatment. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so glad to have you with us, Yoli. What brought you to start Cancer Kinship? Well, I am a 13-year stage 3 breast cancer survivor, so having gone through cancer myself, I understand what the the challenges are when you're battling cancer, and now life after cancer and trying to figure out how to navigate can also be a challenge. A little bit of background, my mom was also diagnosed in her 30s, and unfortunately, she passed away at the age of 42, and then fast forward into my own cancer survival my sister also got diagnosed at a late stage or with a late stage cancer and she passed away. So my life is bookended with these two very similar but also unique cancer stories that are also my own story. And so it gives me a unique perspective and it really did propel me to, to look into what I could do since I'm still here, since I survived cancer. So I basically started exploring what the different needs are. I started mentoring cancer patients early into my survivorship at the request of my breast surgeon. So, you know, what really drew me in was this idea of healing through human connections. And I was able to witness it and experience the healing personally by sharing my own cancer story. So combining the loss, the experience of mentorship, and also I have a very extensive nonprofit career background. I combine all of those things and this is where what resulted was the development of cancer kinship. What got you through the grief of losing your sister while fighting your own battle with cancer? Well, it, it was extremely difficult initially, obviously. It was just a, a tremendous loss, and it happened so quickly that I didn't have time to process what was going on during her battle. And so when she passed away, all the craziness of the appointments and the visits and just everything that that happens in the last phase of life came to a screeching halt. And I really needed to take some time to process. And the wonderful thing, though, that happened is that I kept receiving phone calls from St. Joseph's Hospice, which is out here in the city of Orange, and they kept inviting me to grief support meetings and kept calling me and kept emailing me. So eventually I, I said yes and went, and I really benefited from being able to express my grief and have somebody understand what I was going through. So I didn't know then how wonderful the support group process would be. So from that, I just, I I took a lot of the tips and tools that I learned from the grief support meetings and put them into practice. And it really did help me heal. Now, another thing that I did that was a little bit 
more cathartic in a physical way was hiking. I started hiking and praying and processing the loss and figuring out what it was that I could do with this survival of mine. But a lot of ideas were born on um, the hills here in Orange County. So how does Cancer Kinship address the gap regarding emotional support for both the patient and their loved ones? Well, we have several programs in which we do that. The primary program that we offer is it's called Cancer Connection. And it's the idea and the focus of engaging cancer survivors and building this network of cancer survivors that then can be of service to a newly diagnosed cancer patient. So how we alleviate emotional distress is through the human connection, is through storytelling, and it's through facilitating these relationships and building this larger community. We have a second program called Cancer Survivorship and Education. And in that program, we offer weekly, bi-weekly, quarterly, monthly, all types of workshops that provide tips, tools, knowledge, just practical information that individuals can really utilize to navigate life as a cancer survivor. And we do talk a lot about mental health and the importance of addressing mental health. And again, we provide a lot of tips, tools, and knowledge to help people decompress, de-stress, and the idea of bringing people together helps reduce isolation as well that we're all experiencing during this pandemic. So uh, being able to hop on a Zoom and connect with people or on a phone call or a video chat, it still creates a beautiful experience. And it's, it's been an absolute blessing to be able to bring folks together during these challenging times. Another, I'll just keep going with our programs. We have a socialization program as well because cancer can be extremely heavy and dark at times so I I always say we need to have some levity in life and when we were running in-person programs we the idea for socialization was to blend it with active living so bringing together walking groups and hiking groups to me was going to be the way we were going to incorporate active living into our program but of course during the pandemic there was a pause on that program so we decided to do bi-weekly social events called chats and cheers virtual happy hour so we have those every friday in the evening at six o'clock and it's, it's open to the community so anyone that just wants to hop in and say hi and learn a little bit about wine we have a wonderful partner called kinship winery so we have this shared name and the owner of Kinship Winery is also a breast cancer survivor. So we have these cute experiences and conversations, and we just have a good time. So that's there. Now, the one program that we've been growing in and have been offering more support is in the area of resource navigation because people are having a hard time paying their rent, their bills, putting food on their table. So we really have leveraged our relationships with community partners to connect our clients to those resources, too. So it's well-rounded, whole-person support is what we're providing. Long answer to your question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking with Yolanda Orihel, founder of Cancer Kinship, a nonprofit which seeks to help patients and their loved ones adjust to a cancer diagnosis and treatment. Yoli, what part of leading this organization brings you the most joy? Oh my gosh. It's really about the friendships, the relationships that I've been witness to. You know, when I have folks from different cities joining on a Zoom or when we're running in-person programs and they're there creating art or talking about their their feelings or their cancer experience. And then you start seeing relationships form where, you know, and they'll ask, can I have your number? Or, hey, let's get connected or let's chat later. Like 
seeing those relationships happen brings me so much joy to my heart because that's really what this organization is about. It's about community and including people of different cancer types and different cancer stages and, and just uniting everyone and, and just becoming stronger together. So um, that's been a joy to witness. Also, the community building side where you know different cancer-serving organizations really do come together and human services agencies as well really do come together to figure out how to best support our clients. And we do a lot of referrals back and forth and we call each other and lean on each other. So partnerships have been a, a very joyful for me because I'm all about the relationship building. And then lastly, for me, just having this safe space where people can really let their walls down. And, you know, we've had tears in our groups. We've had laughter and people sharing stories about their grandbaby was born, you know, all kinds of things. But having the safe space and intimate time where we can really just connect and share what's on our minds and what's on our hearts. What's the easiest way for people to access your services? Well, everything's online right now, which is the beautiful. I say this is COVID silver lining, the, the virtual transition. So all of our programs, of course, we have our website and the information on our website is it is pretty static. It just explains what our programs are. So if you actually want to join some of our activities, everything is listed on Eventbrite right now. But we are revamping our website so that uh, we can have our workshops listed there. We can have different ways for people to get engaged. We're also on social media, so folks can follow us on Facebook on Instagram, LinkedIn, and then we also have a YouTube channel. You'll see me there a lot because I just hop on and record myself saying what's on my mind. So don't be alarmed by all the selfies that you see of me, but we're also growing our YouTube channel and we'll have some experts sharing more tips, tools, and knowledge for folks to take advantage of and hopefully learn from. Like you said, the pandemic has changed the way we do events. Do you have anything big planned for Cancer Kinship? Yes. So... Last year during the pandemic, we were forced to basically reimagine fundraising and reimagine our programs. And out of that came this crazy idea to launch a virtual fashion show. And the beautiful part about this event is that the models in the show are all cancer survivors. So this year we're hosting our second annual Brave, Bold, and Boundless fashion show featuring more cancer survivors. And that's going to be held on Saturday, June 26th as part of National Cancer Survivor Month. So we're really excited. June is just around the corner, it feels, and we're looking for anyone who wants to participate as a volunteer and help us plan this event, help us seek and secure some sponsorships. It's just so much. It's really fun and engaging, and it's going to be virtual. And if we do have an opportunity to have an in-person event element, then we may have a, a viewing party at an open space, maybe outdoors with a big screen. We don't know yet, but we're planning it out and we're really excited. Well, what's the best way for someone to contact you if they wanted to get involved or make a donation? Website would be great. We have a, a contact area on our website where people can submit their online inquiries. We do have a donate button. We're a nonprofit that operates under a, another much larger organization. So we're fiscally sponsored by an organization called 10C. And through that, folks who donate have access to um, tax benefits. So certainly can provide a donation and even set up a monthly recurring donation. So yeah, there are a lot of ways for folks to get involved. And right now we have a wonderful partnership with an organization called UHSM, which is Unite Healthshare Ministry. And through that them and their, their member base, 
the members of UHSM also have direct access to our organization and our program. So we're really thrilled to partner with them. We're thrilled to partner with anyone who wants to support the cancer community. So if you have some ideas on how you could potentially partner with us, anyone out in the community, feel free to reach out. I'm, I'm open to conversations and just exploring how we could combine forces to support the growing cancer community. I've been speaking with Yolanda Oriel, founder of Cancer Kinship, a nonprofit which seeks to help patients and their loved ones adjust to a cancer diagnosis and treatment. Share with us your website and any last thoughts you might have. Of course. So our website is cancerkinship.org. And some last final thoughts really are around cancer prevention, being that it is National Cancer Prevention Month. There was a a report that just came out by American Cancer Society saying that this past year was a record-breaking year in terms of cancer death rates that are declining, which is great news for the cancer survivor community. Now, the thing that I want to really press hard on, this is my call to action, is to make sure that you're getting your screenings done. Right now, we're, there's a growing concern that folks aren't getting their screenings. Of course, COVID has, has disrupted so many things, but it's, it's safe to go get your screenings. It's important. It could be potentially life-saving. So I'm proof positive that even though you get a diagnosis, you can battle it head on. But the hope is that you never get diagnosed. But if you do, you catch it early. So call to action is just to schedule your screenings, everyone. It's so important. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And here's to continued health. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this wonderful opportunity. I'm so grateful. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 